Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and all of my baggage droppers around the world, welcome to another episode of the Drop Your Baggage Podcast, where we talk to people that are dope, that can bring you hope, and show you a technique that can help you cope. I'm your host, the self-talk engineer, Charles Wolfork, and if you are here on a podcast pl- platform, YouTube, Facebook, please consider hitting the like and subscribe button, and especially if you're on a podcast platform, give a brother five stars and some feedback as well. Now, today, I have a fellow podcaster on the show, y'all. That's right. We're about to talk shop right here with Ashley Franklin. Now, Ashley is from Chicago Heights, Illinois, and she has been in the military for nine years, but she also loves to produce and write short films and produce meditation and soundscape background music. Yes, yes. She's also a podcast consultant and she hosts the love.me podcast, the self-love podcast to help you grow as you go on your self-love journey. And let's not forget that she's an amazing cook and she just loves to get down in the kitchen. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you Ashley Franklin. What's up, Ashley? What's going on? How are you doing, Charles? I am doing so amazing. I did not expect that back from you. What's going on, Charles? I was like, don't act, don't act different now. Don't act different now. I bet I have a professional voice on for a minute. <laughs> no, you did. Don't do that. Stop right. it. Uh, hey, so when did you start to, uh, when did you start to get into like producing stuff? Like, did you uh, write and produce short films first or did you start uh, making music first? Uh, I started doing short films first. Uh, as soon as I moved to Southern California, I have a lot of friends in LA and LA mm-hmm. film school. Mm-hmm. And my first year back in 2018, we started doing a lot of short films and I started PAing on a lot of short films. And I also help with like lighting and cinematography. I, it's my passion. Like wait, I wait. love it. Don't start throwing acronyms out there. What's PA? Oh, PA is like production assistant. Okay. So not personal assistant, but production assistant. So you get in where you fit in on the set. So if they need you for lights, you do lights. If they need you to move something, you know, Jack, Jack Jill of all trades. So I love it. <laughs> the, oh, so you just wanted to be close to like the action. Yeah, I, I love it. Like you, that's how you learn like PA. Cause if you say, oh, I want to be a director, somebody's not going to put you on as a director right away. They're going to be like, what you know about directing, like what's your credentials? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if you PA, somebody's more willing to share their information with you if you help versus saying, this is what I want and that's it. Cause you come off as closed. You gotta be receptive. Yeah. You know, you gotta give to get. Hey man, look at you already mm-hmm. spitting that knowledge. So were you already good at making like short films and and like binds and, and like little oh, small f- things like that already? Uh, when I was younger in high school, I remember I saved my money. I worked at the library and I saved my money up for like a couple years and I bought my first Sony Handycam camcorder. And I would like walk around and like record people. I worked at the library. So sometimes I'd be like recording weird short films. And then I got <laughs> to do one for my French class. And then everybody's like, you did that? And I was like, yeah, I did that. Cause I had my, my clips and then I had little transitions. So now I have a little bit of editing, you know, skill set here yeah. and there. Um, and then growing up, I love music videos cause I yeah. wanted to direct music videos. That was mm. like, I, I love movies. Mm. I love film. This, uh, who do you, who, who was your favorite director? I'm going to say, and the song's cliche, Quentin Tarantino. Mm. And I love Ava DuVernay. Ava DuVernay, is that the the lady that uh, made like Martin Luther King movie? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I believe so, yeah. She's done a lot. And she's got a a show, actually a black young superhero um, show coming out um, that's in the making right now. And I'm like, oh yeah, let's do it. Let's (laughs) do it. You bet. Uh, I love, we're we're in all the spaces. Like we've been here, but people are just now recognizing like, you know, who's been there. She's been in the game for a while. So she's an inspiration. That's beautiful. Like, uh, so you got into producing film, like, so you've been producing films for a long time. You just wanted to be close to it when you got into Hollywood. So Mm -hmm. like how many short films have you produced now? Where can we find them? Um, I've done three or four. Only one of them was in a film festival. My friends did. I didn't do any of the editing or anything. I honestly don't know where they're at. Most of them are like pet projects that they submitted in film school. So like in LA film school, you could probably find them in their archives and they just use them for their grades. Yeah. You got to find those in like, and like put those on YouTube, put those out. I do the copyright for the music. That's the biggest uh, issue. Cause like they had a, one of them was called back in the day and they had the song back in the day, day when, when I was, I was young. young. Mm-hmm. And there's a copyright issue. So we couldn't post it on YouTube. So, um, because they were learning like in 
film school. So we'd have to take the music out or not monetize it, I believe. Yeah, exactly. I mean, as long as you don't monetize it, you can put in whatever music that you want to. They, I know they want to monetize. They try to uh, <laughs> the cash. So but. then you started producing meditation and soundscape background music. Where did, mm-hmm. How did you get started in that? Uh, my sister is a yoga practitioner. She's been doing yoga and instructing yoga for years since yeah. I was a little girl. And I started doing yoga with her maybe five or six years ago. And the music there is so calming and like sitting at the beach, I was just like, man, what if I had this in my house? Like, I, you know, uh, what was her name? Enya yeah. back in the nineties. Yeah. Ah. Like, <laughs> I was like, what if we had something like that? And so like, I started just working on regular soundscapes and stuff just for mm-hmm. people who have yoga studios, right? Mm-hmm. Or like people who want to listen to something calming. Cause I had people hit me up like, oh yeah, you make music and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, not really, but soundscapes, like thinking music, studying music. Yeah, And then now I want to make something that's more toward for black people and people of color that is like, you know, letting the water run through the coils of your hair with like affirmations and things like Mm. that and backing tracks. So like I I have water recorded from the ocean along with like my calm soundscapes with no bass because I wanted to do bass, but I realized it's a little... Yeah, focus. yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't, can't be nodding your head too much as you're trying like, to you know, I mean, yeah, have focus. an outer body experience. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's inspiring. Like, love it. That's beautiful. So, like, once again, you're sitting on a million dollar idea right here. You're making music. All you got to do, like, have you ever seen any of the channels on YouTube that have the, the oh, calm music? Yeah, that, and that's where it's coming next. So, like, I just need a background. So, I got to go take my camera out to the beach, and I'm just gonna like let it run and just go on repeat. Like, Dude. that's that's the goal. Or it's, might just get stock stuff. Yes, get the stock yeah. stuff, yo. The stock, right. yo. I'm sit, I'm like literally sitting. Oh, girl, yo, girl. you sitting on a million, <laughs> like you sitting on your own music, right? Mm-hmm. And you all like the stock stuff is like. It's either free or it's not. It's right. not much music at all, or it's not much money at all. No, you can. Do you, are you familiar with Final Cut Pro? Uh, I've heard of Final Cut Pro. Yeah. Yes, that's what, that's what I use. Uh, are, are you familiar with Apple? Uh, what's the was it, iMovie? iMovie. I have iMovie and I have DaVinci Resolve. Yo, so you yeah, can put actually, everything into iMovie. Mm, Yo, yeah, that's and easy, and just, just drop transitions, it. Transitions, transitions, and just have everything oh. on repeat for two, three hours. So for everybody that doesn't know what we're talking about, she has music that is very calming. There's multiple channels out there on YouTube where people literally take these stock videos of like a a beautiful landscape and a waterfall or a flower, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and, and the rain. And they will have this on repeat for about two, three hours. Mm -hmm. And they'll have hundreds of thousands, if sometimes not millions of views on these videos. So she could do the same thing. In fact, she will do the same thing. We'll I be, definitely will. And whatever's holding you Thank back. Thank you so much. Whatever's yeah, hopefully you I back. drop that baggage. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> like, ain't no hopefully about it. You're on the Drop Your Baggage podcast. Thanks. <laughs> in, fact, in fact, speaking of podcasts, you've been podcasting for a while now, for almost two years. Mm-hmm. Like, tell us about how you started your podcasting career. Oh, wow. So I ended up starting my podcasting career. I was sitting here and at work, you know, we all go through the the rigmarole of wake up, go to work, come home, go to bed, and then just over and over, same thing. And I was like, something's missing. Like, I want to be happy. And I had just started doing short films, but I wasn't sure if I really wanted to do it. You know, mm-hmm. I was doubting myself. And I was like, I, like, what do I know about podcasts? Like, I heard everybody saying like, you don't know anything about podcasts, who's going to listen to you? And then I was just like, well, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. And then I, I just... I wanted to grow and be better. Like I knew the military wasn't for me. And I was just like, well, where am I going to go? What's going to help me? Like, then I was like, I don't know myself. And Mm. in the the process of self-discovery and having that awareness, like it's like awareness is the first step. Of mm-hmm. anything it's almost like um the 12 steps like admitting you have a problem mm-hmm. i was admitting that i had a problem like i don't know me and i was like i don't even know if i love myself mm. and that like hit me hard because i was doing all these things and trying to please people and help them out and you know be that go-to but i was like who's the go-to for myself because i'm not even the go-to for myself and so i started really just looking and reflecting like what is it that i want and then in all that came like my me learning about limiting beliefs Mm -hmm. and the things that i believe that i got from other people but it wasn't me like that it perplexed me that i was like yo that's not me 
And then I went deeper and deeper into myself. And I was like, this is what my podcast is going to be about. It's going to be about self-love because it's not something that we're always taught. Like sometimes we're taught that in a sense of buying things for ourselves, right? Mm -hmm, we're doing mm -hmm. something physical, but what about the spiritual and the mental? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? What about those things that hurt us in the past that we're still holding on to? Like, we need to learn how to grow from that. On, mm -hmm. And it's a journey, like, and it's not linear. Cause I was thinking, okay, I'm gonna go to therapy and boom, be fixed. Or I'm gonna read this book, boom, be fixed. And it's deeper than that. Like I learned that I had to put in the work and I want to tell everybody, like you, if you, anything that you really want, you have to work for it. And that includes yourself. And it's like, how am I going to love somebody else when I don't even fully love me? Mm. And that's where love me came from mm. because we have to love ourselves. We, mm. we, nobody's going to love us more than we love ourselves. And that is, that can and will affect our relationships with other people, with coworkers, with boyfriends, girlfriends, spouses, families, and things like that, mm -hmm. because that has to do with setting boundaries. We have to sometimes set boundaries for other people, but not just that, set boundaries for ourselves. Yeah. And I didn't even realize that I had to set boundaries with people at work, boundaries with some of my closest friends. Like it is crazy. And then the podcast, I just started really talking to myself. And then when I realized I wasn't just talking to myself, I was talking to other people because people were giving me feedback. Like, you know, I have a really hard time. Like sometimes I get down on myself and like self-talk is such a big thing. Mm -hmm. We just, we don't realize how we talk to ourselves. That little voice in your head, it's that little voice in your head. Sometimes those ideas don't come from us. Those come from limiting beliefs from other people. And then it, it, we tend to ruminate on that stuff and just keep thinking about it and just over and over. And you just really have to retrain yourself to love yourself. Hey man. How did you learn about limiting beliefs? Uh, I learned about, funny story. I learned about limiting beliefs through reading several books. One of them was uh, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself Ooh, by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Joe Dispenza. Yes. Yo, I was just reading that last night. Yo, that's yes. That's That's it. And uh, what is it? The Power of the uh, um, Unconscious Mind. And then there was, I just done like a lot of work and doing the work it included reading books yeah. taking in youtube content like listening to tony robbins mm -hmm. listening to tom bilia on impact theory yeah. listening to um Shout out to tom. facts um, i love tom and uh who else was it he's a monk and he's very uh jay give me yes jay shetty jay shetty, jay shetty like like when I started, that's how I started my journey, just consuming content. And we have all these free resources out here mm -hmm. and we are breaking generational curses mm -hmm. and we don't even know it. And some mm -hmm. people, it's like, I want to heal myself, not just for myself, but for those around me. And then when I have a family, like yes. I want to cultivate that relationship and healthy healthy relationships. Yes. I don't want to put my BS on other people Yes, because that that's toxic. That's like planting seeds. It's like planting sunflowers that I don't even want, mm -hmm. you know, and I can't be <laughs> mad that I keep planting sunflowers and harvesting them over and over again. You know, that's basically the definition of insanity. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, oh my God, why are all these sunflowers here? Like, no, this is mine. This is yeah. my BS. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not happy where I'm at here. And that's what it was. What made me start podcasting and want to get out of the military. I'm not happy here why am i still here yeah because i'm going through autopilot no take control we are all in control of ourselves and our minds whether we know it or not or mm -hmm. we say we are but we don't do anything about it because that's the thing a lot of people we talk but we're we need to put in the work and do the action and it's, mm. it's not easy at all i can say that it's not easy putting in the action yeah put in that action like sometimes it comes in the form of a plan sometimes everything doesn't have to be planned but to do something for that change, like think, reflect on, on, on what it is that you have an issue with, like the core issues. And sometimes you can get outside help in the form of a coach, a therapist, a mentor. Mm -hmm. um, but so many people like COVID, so many people had a hard time being with themselves. Mm -hmm. And in that, like we did one of two things. We either sat with it and dealt with it, mm -hmm. or we sat with it and push to the side and continue to bring other distractions in so we can hide what we don't like about ourselves. Real talk. And that, that right there, that was like a real hard look in the mirror. That was a lot of looking in the mirror for me because I, my limiting beliefs, I'd be talking to myself out of stuff. And then that's why I just did the podcast. I was just like, just do it. Mm -hmm. Just Nike. Otherwise I'm just going to hold on to all this information and that I want to share with people and mm -hmm. never share. And then I'll 
wake up. I don't want to wake up 10, 30, 40 years from now Mm -hmm. wondering like, well, you know, what if, what if I did this? No, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. There's no excuse for me not to do anything. Sorry, I'm getting real passionate right now. No, it's fine. Girl, please Uh, go for it. There's nothing that we can't do if it's just like, we're just in our own heads. Like someone told me that I wanted to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a math teacher a long time ago and somebody's like, and a music teacher. And they were like, you're not going to make any money being a teacher. And so I internalized that. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, well, what's next? You know what I mean? Like, what what else can I find that I'm good at? But it's like, that's really what I was good at and passionate mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't know what I wanted to do for years and years and years. So I went to school and did what everybody expected of me. Live life. I live life from 18 to 25, 26. And then I joined the Navy. Like I went to college, but I didn't finish because I dropped out because I was, I was hurt. I lost my dad and stuff. And I didn't, I had unhealthy coping mechanisms Mm -hmm. and I didn't know how to deal with grief, um, which carried on with me for years until I put in that work. Mm -hmm. And then I joined the Navy thinking, I was thinking like, oh yeah, this is going to be good. I'm going to do this. I'm going to listen to what everybody says oh, you could do 20, 30 years and you could retire, you know, get that pension. But that wasn't really what I wanted, but I didn't Mm -hmm. know that. It just sounded good. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens with limiting beliefs. It just sounds good. But just because Mm -hmm. it sounds good doesn't mean it's your truth. And that was heavy. Like when Mm -hmm. I realized that a few in 2018, 2019, I was like, yo, this isn't even my truth right now. Mm. This is not what I want. I'm not happy. And people just, because it's easy to keep going the wrong direction than to stop and go against the grain and what you know and go Mm -hmm. in a better direction for you people are just happy. So I know nothing wrong with the military, you know, I love it. And it's helped me get to where I'm at and grow, Mm -hmm. um, which is great, but it's just not for me anymore. There are bigger, better things I'm destined for. Mm. And the podcast, I'm sharing all this knowledge with people and Mm -hmm. like the music, like the, the vibes and learning about ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like I love everybody and I love me. (laughs) (laughs) What were some of the things that you had to accept about yourself? Uh, Things I had to accept about myself. I had to accept that I was different. mm -hmm. That was a really big thing because learning that you're different. Like I was always called weird and stuff when I was younger. And like, Mm -hmm. you're a nerd and you like this. And, but that's part of my individuality and it's, it's okay. Like I had to learn. It's okay to be me. Mm -hmm. It's okay to like the things that I like. And I don't have to like what everybody else likes. And not only that, I don't, have to add on to people's conversations that they're having. Mm-hmm. I can keep my thoughts to myself and I don't have to piggyback or like get that herd mentality that people like to get when they mm-hmm. want to start talking negatively because that's energy. Mm-hmm. That's negative energy and that pours into that flows through us. Mm-hmm. And we don't sometimes we don't realize it until after and then we'll be like, why do I feel like this? Yeah. Why do I feel like I'm unmotivated to do anything? Yeah. And that was the hard thing to learn. And I realized the culture not black culture, but military culture. And just everywhere when we're out and about, people like to gossip Mm -hmm. and birds of a feather. Let me tell you, they flock together and they be flying and they'll take you somewhere where you didn't think you were going to be. And then you wake up and realize you're somewhere and like, oh, dang, how'd I end up here? This is not where I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, that's a lot of how I ended up in a lot of situations growing up. And I don't want that anymore. And I recognize that in myself that going forward, I want to do what makes me happy. I want to get, I have the courage. Like that's the other thing you have to build up courage. It's like a muscle. Mm. Um, everything is like a muscle, like, uh, and you got to get your sets and reps in and really stand up for yourself and advocate for yourself. Like I've had so many situations this last year where I had to really advocate because other people weren't mm-hmm. because they were advocating for themselves, which mm-hmm. can overshadow what you, what you need and what you want. And mm-hmm. those are boundaries I had to, and I had to learn about boundaries. Mm. I had to learn about boundaries for myself. Mm-hmm boundaries for my family and especially for my friends. Cause I mean, we all have those friends that are out here and they're living life like it's golden or doing the best with what they got, you know what I mean? Um, and stuff like that. But sometimes it's like the hard part is looking in the mirror and be like, are, am I really doing my best with what I got Mm. or am I settling and just doing the minimum or just Mm. going on with life because it's comfortable? Yeah. And I also learned, I don't like to be comfortable. Mm. I want to be uncomfortable. I want to grow because that's those growing pains. That's what helps you flourish mm-hmm. as a person and get to that next level. Like you can't say, I want to, 
I can't be like, I want to be a podcaster and then write all this stuff or be have analysis paralysis and buy all this equipment and mm-hmm. be like this, I want this, I want this, Mike, I want this. And then never do anything with it. Yeah, yeah. You know, talk is cheap, Put it's not even about putting your money where your mouth is. It's about putting the work in where getting in where you fit in, like literally. And I've learned that not just myself, like it's hard to put the work in. Like I just, sometimes I saw when I just didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's about getting up when you don't want to get up. It's about mm-hmm. having grit. It's about having discipline. It's about mm-hmm. having that awareness about yourself, especially studying like and going back to school because I'm not old, but I'm older, I'm mid thirties, going back to school and feeling like, oh my God, I'm stupid. No, you're not. That's that self-talk. That's mm-hmm. that, that's that voice. That's that thing in my mind that I'm mm-hmm. just thinking. And it's not a fact. That's the thing. These things that we think in our minds are not facts. It's just copying. It's just a cop out. I could be a math major if I wanted to. I just have to put in the work and get mm-hmm. that thought out of my mind and have replaced that thought with, I can do what I want. I can learn this. I can go be a, a basket weaver. <laughs> That's what people choose to do. You know what I'm saying? Like I can go become a sommelier and learn about wine. Like there's no, there's no reason for that. Like someday I want to have, uh, I'm creating a nonprofit. Like I, I, in my mind, I was like, I can't do a nonprofit. Like, what do I know about that? You know, so like, what do I know? But you know what I know? I know the military. I have my experience. I want to give back to people of color in the yeah. military because that's my experience and we, our stories don't get told. And I want to tell those stories in the form of short films yeah. as well as giving back to homeless veterans and things like that. Mm-hmm. But because it's my experience, I do know. And that we sell ourselves short on what we actually know mm-hmm. because of other people be like, you don't know anything about that. It's like, actually, yes, I do. But we have to have the courage and the grit to stand up and be like, I know this, like, and give yourself that confidence. And I wasn't confident for a while. Like I was just like, it was like imposter syndrome to the max. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, I don't think I'm good enough to do this. Mm. I'm not, I don't, I don't think I can do it because I'm not, that's not where I come from. Mm -hmm. I don't don't come from a rich family. I don't come from a poor family either, but Mm -hmm. it's just like, I don't have anything like that's, that was the mindset I had. Like, I don't have the money to do this. Right know that lack mindset and so yeah you have to have a mindset of abundance mm-hmm. because there's no shortage of money out here there's no shortage of podcasters but there was a shortage of podcasters that have longevity and endurance yo with anything that, th- that, that there is that you want to do you have to have the endurance to and stamina to keep pushing keep mm-hmm. pushing mm-hmm. if you're not pushing out podcast episodes then you need to be writing mm-hmm. you need to be reaching out to people you need to be guesting on people's shows or you need to be like I do consulting. It's like, I need to be doing something to up my skills. Yeah. And like, it's like being playing basketball. Like you have to practice, mm-hmm. got to get those sets and reps. And otherwise you're going to wake up and be like, man, where'd the time go? Mm-hmm. You know, I had this great idea this one time. Everybody always hate that person to come around. You always know family reunions, kickbacks. Yeah. You know, this one time I had this great idea and then you just looking at them. That's what everybody say this one time I wanted to join the military. I always hear that everywhere I go and I just be looking at people like, all right. <laughs> it's, it, it fills you full of regret as well at, mm. at the end of the day as well. And that's something yeah. that weighs so heavy, a little bit of regret and also mm-hmm. some, some shame too, you know, that you didn't go through uh, what you said you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. before we oh my gosh I don't even know if we're going to be able to talk about the podcast uh like like the ins and outs of the podcast what type of boundaries did you have to set for yourself and others boundaries I had to set for myself were making time for myself and that mm. as a non-negotiable because too often like mm. I hate to say I was a people pleaser and I, I not even a people pleaser I always tried to help everybody yeah but when you're trying to help everybody what about helping when you need help? Right. And then you feel overwhelmed, like nobody's going to help me. And then you think it in your mind and you have to a stop that, put that boundary up to those, for those thoughts mm-hmm. and B put the boundary up. Like, okay, I can't do this. Any, anything else for you. Like you are emotionally draining me with your situation right now, or I don't have the energy and I don't have the bandwidth um, boundaries that I've had to set. Like, and sucks to say like for families, it made me cringe a little bit. But <laughs> boundaries for families is like really hard for some people, but I know like people who want to borrow money. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of put that down. Like it's it hurts. It let listen and you be feeling bad, like man, but it's my cousin, that's my sister, that's my brother, that's you know, whoever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I can't give them any money because I'm just enabling them. Yeah. 
And you really have to look at that. Like, are you really helping them? Maybe you don't have to give them how you say ways to make money because maybe that's what, what they want. Obviously, if it was, Mm -hmm. then that's what they'd be doing, you know, and that's the harsh reality of it. And it, it, it sucks to suck, but I mean, it is what it is. And then at work, you got to put boundaries up at work. Like I'm in the military. We're on duty, quote unquote, 24 seven. No, no, we not. Sometimes we not. If nothing's going on, don't that you have to let them know, like, Hey, if there's anything else you need, let me know in the morning. Uh, try not to call me like afterward, like tell me now. Yeah. Don't tell me at seven o'clock at night. Don't hit me up at six in the morning. Working hour starts at seven, seven to four 30. All right. So somebody out there is ready to set these boundaries, but Mm -hmm. they may have been where you were right before you set those boundaries. Mm -hmm. Talk about the fear that you had before setting Mm -hmm. the boundaries and how you got over that fear. (laughs) That fear is a mother. Yeah. And you feel it's like you feel that fire in your gut and you feel like your heart pumping, especially when you when you don't know what to do and you've never done it before. It's that Mm -hmm. first time. And that fear is like, I don't want them, this person to not love me anymore. Yeah. I don't want this person to stop mess, like talking to me. Like, I don't want them to, to hate me. I don't want Mm -hmm. them to dislike me and, you know, ostracize me or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be, or I don't want to get cussed out, you know, all that. But it's that voice, the voices you are your own. We are our own worst enemy. We are our own worst critic. And you got to think about that what is the, don't always think what's the worst that's going to happen and play Mm -hmm. all these scenarios, scenarios, as some people say Mm -hmm. (laughs) in your head, you keep playing these situations. You a wasting time, B you hyping yourself up unnecessarily and giving yourself anxiety. Mm -hmm. The best way to practice boundaries is just to do it. And if you want to do it in an easy way, it, it can sound like, Hey, you know, I don't have it right now. Like, don't be like, Oh yeah, I really wish I could. No just you have to get comfortable saying no if even if it sounds stupid if you have to go in your bathroom mirror and you just play that scenario of you saying no out yeah just to say it just to get it to roll off your tongue it seems really silly but the power of practice sometimes Mm -hmm. like i'm telling you sets the reps y'all gonna get tired of hearing me say it (laughs) (laughs) but just doing it because if you've never done it if you're doing something that you've never done before Mm -hmm. Sometimes practicing it will help ease that anxiety a little bit. You're still going to be anxious that first time. Mm-hmm. And when you're in that mindset, because especially if it's somebody that you don't want to not love you mm. because you don't, man, you, you just, you don't want that, but they're still going to love you. Even if you say no, because they've told you no before. Yeah. Do you not love them when they told you no? You have to put your switch it. Like there's still, nobody's going to, everybody's been told no. Right it's not the end of the world. Like nothing is the end of the world is the end of the world. It ain't happy yet. We still here. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) we we just, Hey, what a perspective though. Like, (laughs) Hey, that's a a hell of a perspective to say, like you've been told no before and you still didn't stop loving that person. So, so Mm -hmm. you were afraid that they weren't going to love you anymore. And this fear of abandonment, this fear of rejection, this fear of judgment, you say no, what was the aftermath? What happened? It wasn't even that bad. Really? I kid, it wasn't like, it was kind of that silent moment. <laughs> like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Cause I was establishing the boundary. And another reason that was kind of a very unique moment because back in the day, little baby Ashley was real quiet. I didn't talk a whole lot. I had a cousin tell me, oh, wow, you have a lot of personality now because I was that quiet. Mm. And for me to say stuff, and like stand up on my own too, like yeah. as an adult, yeah, threw everybody off. They were like, oh, snap. okay, <laughs> Ashley. Like, cause it was just silent. And I could just hear them like, okay, that it that was it. Just okay. And they didn't ask anymore. Yeah. Like they didn't not love me anymore. They still, they still call me. We have regular conversations. It's not awkward. Like it's it's as if we just had a newfound understanding. Yeah. Like you get mad when when you ask somebody for. Well, pre- people probably don't ask for like money, but you know, when you joke, you joke and you be like, Hey, let me get a million dollars. No, like it's not the end of the world. You don't, you're not thinking about all that. No. You know, when you go to the store asking them for something, they say, no, you know, it, it's really that simple. We just make things more complicated. But the only reason is because this, this little, what five, six pound thing between our ears, <laughs> it, it just has the power to do so much. 
and impact our lives and and we we don't use it in the right way that energy can be used for something else and also i think we underestimate the the relationships that we do have with those people as well Mm -hmm. we don't think that that they're they're that strong that the the two letters of no that the two the the one word of no uh, cannot help this or that relationship sustain like is Mm -hmm. that it's going to crumble under that one word and it's not (laughs) (laughs) even like that um just the the clear communication and clear communication is way better than a miscommunication because if you were to say yes to someone and you don't really mean it and you know it's against your own uh, benefit and your own good, then you're going to mm-hmm. end up resenting that person. You're, all the resentment. Exactly. Yo, and you're not going to know it. Not healthy. It's not, it's healthy, not healthy at all. And it'll it's bubble up at some point in time. Yep. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. also, and, and then it's like, if you clearly communicate a no to someone and those boundaries to yourself and others, then you then there's that communicate clear communication that that issue doesn't have to come up anymore. And mm-hmm. if it does come up, then you know the, what the results are going to be. Exactly. Ah, yeah. Good stuff, Damn. yo. Congratulations on all. Okay, so how's the podcast going? The podcast is actually going pretty good. Oh. I'm still streaming, um, and I'm about to come out with my third season oh. next month. Going to write a love letter to myself. Oh. for valentine's day that i think everybody should do because we do love ourselves and sometimes we need to remind ourselves why we love ourselves and yeah. things that we that we like about ourselves most people yeah. don't even know i heard somebody she i said what's your favorite thing about yourself she said my friends i was like right right <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> i was like let me go ahead and remind myself and then hopefully this this resonates with other people as well. amen it definitely will that's dope that's dope as mm-hmm. hell wow so i am like you're about to get a treat because here on the Drop Your Baggage podcast, we talk to people that are dope that can bring you hope and show you a technique that can help you cope. And that technique is the mental and emotional release process. It's an NLP technique, simple guided meditation. Now, I got to let you know that I am not a counselor or a social worker or a therapist or a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I am an alternative to all of those amazing professions. And I help people with their mindset in a unique and different way. Well, let me talk to the audience real quick. If you all would like to go through, if you all, if anything is bugging you at all, if, if you feel like you're holding yourself back in any way, shape or form, if you feel like that you have any limiting beliefs, just like the limiting beliefs that Ashley was talking about earlier, if you feel like that you're not reaching your full potential because of the, your internal dialogue, then go ahead, contact me, go to charleswolfwork.com. If you scroll down on the homepage, there's a form, fill out the form and you can go ahead and you can do the emotional, mental and emotional release process with me. And I can't wait to be a blessing to you. Now, Ashley. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. What's <laughs> now? I'm ready. You're ready. Today, we're going to be releasing the limiting belief that I'm not good enough. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. How's that been? A, how's that? How's that been affecting you? It's been affecting me a lot. That's like a constant thing. Like I'm not good enough because uh, that imposter syndrome, because it's always like, well, who's better? Like somebody is always better than me at something. Mm. Well, I mean, that's kind of life, but it's hard because I'll try to accomplish something. And then I'll be like, no, I'm not good enough sometimes. Like not at this point, well, sometimes a little bit, but (laughs) it, it still, it still gets to me. It still gets me sometimes, even at work. Like I, I'm, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I'm the one. Like people will mm. congratulate me for something. Like, oh, good job on this. Like I'm, I just got some uh, programming uh, certifications, good. and I didn't think I was good enough and smart enough to even be able to do that. And look at, look what I did. But it's hard because growing up, it's, I like I said, I was really quiet, so nobody really had that expectation of me. Mm-hmm. So I was always underestimated. I've always been the underdog. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody loves a good underdog story, but nobody wants to live it. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to be the main character in that underdog story because that's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes the underdog doesn't always make it. And that that's the thing. I'm afraid of failure. And sometimes it, this is going to sound cringy, but the, the thing about failure, sometimes it's just better to not try. Mm. But it's not. It's better it's not. to. It's that, but that's what the voice in my head will say. It'll say yeah. it's better to not try. But really, in real, in uh, uh, all actuality, it's better to try and fail than mm-hmm. to not try at all. Yes. Um, and that's the thing I have to like really keep in my head. I have to keep that promise to myself that if anything, I'll try, and I'll have to reframe what I say when I'll tell people. They'll be like, 
oh yeah, you're doing really good. And I'd be like, no, I'm trying there. And then I always tell people, I'll be like, no, you're doing, but I don't do that to myself. I give mm. that to other people before I give it to me. Mm-hmm. And that's like the, 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 I'm not good enough mentality. Like it's still like, I'm doing better, but it still resonates in my mind. And I don't even, I'm completely blind to it most of the time because I was like, I'll try. Mm. How is this one statement, this one internal dialogue held you back from doing? Like, what has it held you back from doing? It's held me back from going back to school sooner. I've had the opportunity to go back to school for the last nine years. Mm. I went back one time and I had to stop because of um, work obligations. And I Mm -hmm. was in an area I couldn't study. Mm -hmm. Um, And then now, like I've been here and I haven't deployed during these three years. Like I have no, I literally have no excuse to have not been going to school. Other than in my mind, I'm like, you know, I'm just older. I don't think I could do it. Mm. You know, maybe I'll try later when I think I'm ready, when I think I'm good enough to do it. Like I'm in that head, like I'm, when I'm smarter, yeah. like, I'll be smarter. Like, like no, I'm. It, it just, it literally, it's that voice. And then I'll be like later and then later happens and then later happens again. Yeah. And then time and look at three years, three, four years, four. I got here in 2018, it's 2022. You could have graduated by now. I could have graduated. I could have had a whole bachelors and thinking about that i'm like dang that's the thing that's the crazy thing about limiting beliefs yo because i ask people you know who have had a limiting belief or uh, some type of negative emotion that's been holding them back for Mm -hmm. years sometimes decades i ask them something like like that you know Mm -hmm. where it's accumulated over time and they'll i'll ask like hey so how much money do you think you've left on the table in your business because of your limiting belief and they'll say six figures to millions mm. i'm like yo <laughs> yo let's oh, get rid of this yo mm-hmm. that is a lot it's it's a crazy uh, just because one you know one moment after another moment we we don't take up on the opportunity one opportunity after another opportunity mm-hmm. passes by uh one relationship after another passes by um one creation after another isn't created. I got on this bookshelf. I got all the books. I got a little notebooks for ideas, money mm. on the table. Yeah, literally. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you oh, think man. life is how do you think life is gonna look without this limiting belief? I feel like I might be driving the Ferrari of life. Ooh. I feel like I might be. I feel like I'll be able to do more with confidence. Yeah. That's what it is. I need a slight confidence boost gotcha. to, to just go Yeah, without second guessing. Yeah. Like I don't want to second guess that wastes so much time and so I'll have time. Much. Right. Literally. I'll just do it. That's, that's <laughs> the thing. Like I have the initiative. I just need to do it. So let's do, let's get in touch with the, the mind and body connection. Okay. So when you think about the times where you felt this, that, that fear that, or that when you had that internal dialogue that I'm not good enough, mm-hmm. where do you feel it in your body? I feel it in my chest. I feel, feel it chest. in my stomach your and stomach. my body flushes sometimes and I get really warm mm. and I stop sometimes I talked to my therapist about sometimes I stop breathing Mm. when I get really focused on something like that. And I don't realize I'm not breathing. Yeah. Especially when I'm talking, I'll just and be out of breath. I'm like, why am I out of breath? (laughs) I I start to like get really defensive um, Mm. with myself. So you Um, tense up a bit. Yeah. I tense up a lot. Yeah. I definitely feel it. My heart will just be going. Yeah. Do you feel it right now? A little bit. (laughs) <laughs> I'm a little nervous right now so I kind of feel it like I'm like sitting here fidgeting with my fingers like oh man like uh, I'm re-experiencing it like Joe Dispenza says mm-hmm. think about something you you experience it again all over again mm-hmm. on a scale of one to ten how do you think inten- how intense do you think it is mm, like a seven or eight seven or eight yeah on a regular day on a on bad a- day it's like a 15 yo let's get rid of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah <clears throat> so 
Nice. <laughs> With this guided meditation, there's only three things that you need to do in order for you to have a profound experience. Number one, you need to use your imagination. Number two, you need to follow directions just like you follow a Google Maps or a good recipe. And number three, you got to trust the process. Know that I'm your guide and I'll be leading you through this easily and effortlessly. And I'll be, uh, and I come from a place of love and high vibrations. Okay, I trust you. Well, thank you. Um, Shall I breathe? <laughs> yes, please do. I don't want you passing out on the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, also, it's going to be very important for you for you to have empathy and compassion and to see from everybody's perspective or point of view and i'll make sure that i guide you through that as well now every single event that we um visit and observe is a breakthrough that you're going to have it's a mate mm -hmm. it's a trigger that you're going to be getting rid of and we want to get rid of as many triggers as possible we want to have as many breakthroughs as possible okay. all right so it's very important for you to Go ahead and go to as many memories as possible when the time is right. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So let's get it. Is it, is it all right with your unconscious mind for you to release this limiting belief that I'm not good enough today and for you to be aware of it consciously? Yes, it is. Awesome. What is the root cause of this problem? The first event, which when disconnected, that will cause this problem to disappear. If you were to know, when was the first time that you felt though, I'm not good enough when you were just a little kid? How old were you? Um, man, I might've been about seven or eight. That's perfect. Uh, do you have a specific event in mind? I got in trouble for something at school and I think I was called stupid and like, why are you like this? Do you remember who told, uh, who said these things? It's one of my parents. Mm, got I won't you. say who. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's right. There ain't no reason to be a snitch on here. I'm kidding. Uh -huh. Stitches. <laughs> stitches, stitches yo. I'm still scared about that belt. <laughs> Real tough, real tough. All right, so yeah, I remember that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and that was when you were about seven or eight. <clears throat> Got it. Okay, so with that, we can go ahead and visit that uh, event to go ahead and get rid of your limiting belief. Now we're going to create an imaginary timeline. Now with your timeline, your past can be to your left, to your right, or behind you. If you were to know, where's your past? Behind me. Where's your future? In front of me. Perfect. Now you can close your eyes, relax, okay. and let me know when you're ready for the process. I'm ready. All right. Now, just imagine. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Just imagine floating outside of your body as if though you were a spirit or energy. And just imagine seeing yourself from a third person point of view right here, right now. See your I Love Me shirt mm -hmm. and the blue microphone in front of you and the headphones on your head. See the gold lamp behind you in your bookshelf to your right. Mm -hmm. in the window to your left okay let me know when you can see yourself from a third person point of view i can see myself awesome now just keep your eyes closed until i ask you to open them and just imagine floating up above your timeline and flow behind you into the past and flow deeper and deeper and deeper into the past above that first event in which you felt as though i'm not good enough mm -hmm. when you were just a little girl and just hover above that event seeing that event with you as that little girl and your parents and just see yourself like a fly on the wall. Mm -hmm. Let me know when you can see yourself as that little girl and see that whole event. I see myself, my two ponytails and all. Awesome. Just stay right there. Now, just ask your unconscious mind what it needs to learn from the event. The learning of which will allow you to let go of the emotions easily and effortlessly. Your unconscious mind can preserve the learnings so that if you need them in the future, they'll be there. Just tell your unconscious mind to preserve the learnings. This is an exercise of forgiveness and acceptance, forgiveness for yourself and others, and acceptance of yourself and others. Who do you have to forgive? What do you have to accept? Who do you have to accept? Be sure to see from the perspective of yourself as that little girl and her consciousness at the time, and also from the perspective of your parents and their consciousness, and focus your attention upon how hurt people hurt people. We're all doing the best that we can with the resources and consciousness that we have. We can't control anyone else's actions, but we can control our response. We can grow stronger and wiser and learn from other people's actions and mistakes. Other people's actions have nothing to do with you. It's only a reflection of their baggage and whatever they're going through at the time. And we're better people than we were when those events occurred. You're a better person than you were when those events occurred. What is something positive and empowering you could tell yourself as that little girl and your parents and everyone else involved in the event with the consciousness that you have today that would allow the emotions to evaporate like water on the concrete on a hot summer day. And as you preserve these learnings, the emotions are starting to dissipate more and more until they're all gone. Just let me know when they're all gone. They're all gone. Awesome. Now, with you observing the event, 
Tell me, what did you learn from the event? I learned that my parents were doing what they could with with me and doing their best in that moment, what they thought was right, the way the situation happened. And that that feeling or whatever it is they were going through Mm -hmm. was partially projected onto me and I don't need to take it that personally. Mm -hmm. Maybe I was going through something at the time, I don't know what, Mm -hmm. but I eventually grew out of that. Awesome. What is something that you can take from that event into the future to make you a better person? That people don't always mean what they say or how they they come at you mm-hmm. that we are all going through things and it's really not me it's mm. not always about me it's some it's about them awesome now just imagine floating up above your timeline and float into the past mm-hmm. and float deeper and deeper and deeper into the past above the dinosaurs during the prehistoric age let me know when you're above the dinosaurs i'm above the dinosaurs awesome now as you're above the dinosaurs just imagine floating into space flow deeper and deeper and deeper into space to where space and the atmosphere connects and imagine your timeline is the size of a fingernail let me know when you're there i'm there now just imagine floating there in space weightless and ask yourself now where are the emotions tell me are they there or have they disappeared now (laughs) they disappeared awesome now just imagine floating down inside the event seeing through your own eyes as a little girl and check on the emotions tell me are they there or have they disappeared now they've disappeared awesome flow back above the dinosaurs and then float into space to where space in the atmosphere connects let me know when you're there i'm there all right listen closely flow very very high above your timeline above each and every event in which you felt as though i'm not good enough from birth until now in chronological order don't skip one event that has a charge on it preserve the learnings and let go of that limiting belief all the way back to now and don't come back to now until that limiting belief is all gone and when it's all gone you let me know i think i'm there i'm back all good all good awesome flow down to your body and open your eyes when you're ready Ooh, a little misty <laughs> welcome back welcome oh wow 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 <laughs> <laughs> like it's not me mm. Hmm? I said it's not me it was never me it's not you yeah like the 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 problem like the issue at hand like all these different scenarios because it wasn't just me by myself it was other people and their perspectives and their emotions mm. and now I, I'm able to understand those emotions like mm. that just how they were feeling at mm-hmm. that time in that moment that had nothing to do with me sometimes mm-hmm. and I was just taking it that way because I was I didn't understand Mm-hmm. Drink some water on that. <laughs> <laughs> so you realize that you were seeing from their perspective mm-hmm. a little more, the best that I could, um, mm-hmm. and and that everybody's going through something, mm-hmm. every just like I am, and not everybody is always mindful of that and mm-hmm. trying to put their best foot forward. Like mm-hmm. they probably put their best foot forward in that moment, but it might not right. be their best, and that's okay because we're human. Ooh, a little missed again. <laughs> Dang, that's like it's kind of it's deep <laughs> realizing it like it, you you realize it when you say it but you don't realize mm-hmm. it when you go back to those moments like it's something about going back in those moments mm-hmm. and thinking about that and where they're putting your, yourself in their shoes mm-hmm. tell us about the like yeah putting yourself in their shoes yeah putting yourself in their shoes because sometimes it's people's first experience having that experience mm-hmm. it's both of your first times and not everybody knows how to go about a first experience with something and mm-hmm. they might have an initial knee-jerk reaction because you know sometimes we go our homeostasis or our base mindset isn't always our best self if mm-hmm. we haven't practiced to evolve our knee-jerk reactions to things because sometimes we just get sometimes people just get upset and it's not their fault like I mean we can all work on that but Mm -hmm. you know at the same time it's like we're human like that happens Mm -hmm. and it's not wasn't my fault like it it, like what happened like the actions that I did yes but I take responsibility for that but the coming together of it it's almost like I don't say a perfect storm because it isn't a storm but you know Mm -hmm. basically and and that's just what it is and I was wasn't at the age to understand these things and these concepts right and like now I do and telling myself that it's gonna be okay like you're gonna love yourself someday Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
mm. gonna be a great person you're mm-hmm. doing so much in the future you have a well-lived life mm-hmm. like don't worry about this don't mm. worry about any of this stuff like they are you're learning who they are right and that's fine and just remember take this information and remember it but don't hold on to it as if it's your fault because it's not it looks like you you gave yourself a, a bit of grace for where you mm-hmm. were at the time. Yes, a lot of grace. And that's one thing I know I did. I have a hard time. I give other people more grace than I give myself. And I feel like I gave myself a lot of grace that was overdue. Mm. Mm. How's that feel? It feels really, really, real, real good. I can't say the words I want to say right now. <laughs> Why not? No, this is great. Drop Your Baggage podcast. You can say what you want. Say, I don't want to be cussing. Okay. Storm right now. Really oh, unless, unless somebody that you know is going to listen to this. No, I don't care. <laughs> no, it feels really fucking good. Like, yeah. it feels fucking amazing. Like, I'm like, damn. <laughs> Like I was like coming, taking myself a like out of my body, Mm -hmm. going back. And it was, it's, and and picturing like myself in the room of each event. First of all, Mm. the original event in the room is like, I could feel the carpet under my Mm. feet. Like, you know, as I was floating over my body and I could see the things that were in the room or like Mm -hmm. in the house and like how it looked and like feeling those feelings again for a second, Mm -hmm. but then slowing down. That's how I was, you could probably hear me breathing. (laughs) I was slowing down breathing. I was just like, all right, they're going through something right now. I don't know what, but you can feel it and you mm-hmm. can perceive it, but you don't understand. And it's okay that you don't understand what's going on. Right. It's not, it's not for you. Stay where you're at and enjoy your childhood more, which I did. And like, forgive them and forgive yourself for getting, for internalizing that moment. Right. And then it kept happening. It was kind of like a very similar theme in each event. Mm-hmm. Um, forgiving them and yourself and like telling yourself like it's cool yeah it's all right you're gonna love yourself you love yourself you're gonna live life all this stuff and then like thinking about what's going on at the time and how they're feeling like you know I felt those emotions before yeah. not knowing what to do and being scared and trying to react the best way I can in mm-hmm. that particular situation because mm-hmm. I, we've all done it and then it's like we're all human like it's it's okay mm-hmm. like they it's better to do something than to do nothing Right. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm glad that they did, that they reacted and did something because some people don't get anything. And like, I, I'm grateful for them for Amen. doing that. It sucks. Yes. Cause I felt the way I felt, but now I'm like, it makes sense. Like, I, I get it. I see, I see you. Like, that's what I'm thinking in my head. Let's look at the, I see you. Every single person, like, I see you. It's cool. Yeah. You know, it, it's not cool, but it's cool. Like, can't change anything, but I accept. It looks like they did it out of either love or fear. Exactly. It's a, and a lot of people act do things from a place of fear, and I I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, and based off of their own limiting beliefs, at yeah. that sometimes, or even the limiting beliefs of somebody else, yeah. And just having that knee jerk like reaction, like ah, and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and 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 not everybody's doing things intentionally. Like some mm-hmm. people, no. they always say people have these intentions. Some people don't have any intention. No, right. And that's the, I don't think there were any intentions behind so many things that I internalized over the years. Mm, Wow. What a revelation. Yeah. I can't be mad at that. Like thinking about it now and all these years that I had all this animosity and anger, like built up for a long time. It's just like, they didn't do that intentionally. Like it was that, that they didn't plan that. They didn't (laughs) think this was going to happen. Nobody thinks certain things like this are going to happen. Like it's unexpected. So I can't sit and just really be wholeheartedly mad about it yeah getting people's ass i'm not about to get in their ass for some stuff that <laughs> they we learning together yeah. <laughs> no that's right I, I don't i can't be mad people don't come with handbooks mm-hmm. you know we, wow. there's books but people don't like individuals do not come with handbooks we're all people and we, we gotta mm-hmm. stay flexible and i'm more flexible now because i didn't have that pliability back then you know what is your internal conversation like now what is the internal dialogue that you have now mm. about about things from the past or things from the future in which you felt you might have felt as though I'm not good enough that it's not about being good enough or not good enough it's just about allowing myself to be mm. and not hold myself back and cater to people because of fear because I didn't want to do anything wrong because mm-hmm. I didn't want to say the wrong thing and then when I did try to stand in my truth like it's okay to have stood in my truth in those moments and try to have that courage Mm -hmm. but not for me for me to not back down because it backing down wasn't going to change the truth yeah um and if people accept that they do and if they don't that these people are still going to love me regardless or if they don't then it wasn't worth it Mm, that's deep yeah yeah 
Super deep. So let's uh let's test it out. Do you smell biscuits? I don't think so. I smell okay. hard too. I was like, <laughs> wait a minute, Popeye's up in here. I asked that to get your mind off the meditation. Oh, okay. Because smell is the strongest sense, then one of the strongest senses that we have. Uh I was used to it's like when I ask people because I ask people if they smell bacon or chicken, but biscuits have people like take Ooh. a strong whiff. Mm-hmm. Like uh, anyway, <laughs> um, oh, did. can you remember a time in the past in which you used to feel that old emotion and go back and notice if you could feel it or you may find that you cannot think about it. I don't feel the same way I felt about it. How's that? How's that feeling in your chest? I don't have it right now at all. <laughs> like I'm thinking about it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. It was like, it's cool. Like, yeah. Just another thought. Yeah. Dang. Like, it's <laughs> like, I'm not even like, oh. Like, right. I'm not even cowering. Like I feel in my posture. I know sometimes I'll do this. Yeah. I'm like, I don't feel that. I don't feel angry. Mm. I want you to go out into the, I want you to imagine going out into the future to an unspecified time in the future in which if the same thing would have happened in the past, you would have felt as though I'm not good enough, but it's the future now. Mm. See if you can find that old emotion or you may find that you cannot. No, it is what it is. Somebody don't like it. Keep it moving. Congratulations. Damn. You just released a limiting belief. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> yo that's wild that's wild what <laughs> yo everybody needs to be doing this <laughs> oh man we need to we need to come to la we need to go to venice we need to um, set up the mics we put up the booth let's go we about to televise hey, this the say, revolution will be televised hey, say no more <laughs> uh, explain how you're feeling right now i feel liberated mm. like mm. i i really i feel free like all like i sat and thought i think about all these 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 moments like yeah. some of this shit literally was bothering me last week yeah i'm thinking about it now i'm just like all right. Like I'm not even like I I don't even like I was ruminating on it and it was super easy. Like as soon as I thought about it, I wasn't yeah. able to move move through the thought. Mm-hmm. Like that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. I would just sit and think about it, be like, why would they even say that? Yeah. Why would they do that to yeah. me? Why, why, why you gotta be like mm-hmm. I'm I can do it. No, I don't care right now. It's kind of like, okay. <laughs> Maybe whatever they were going through, they were going through in their own mm-hmm. perspective. That's it. That has nothing to do with me. Right. At all at all <laughs> like this crit is is damn why are you so shocked because like if you knew my mind sometimes <laughs> i would just really think like damn why why people feel like this like for to me like why mm-hmm. why they feel like i'm not good enough or why do people mm-hmm. think i can't do something mm-hmm. it's it's not even that they just said what they were saying and what was on their mind and it right. had nothing to do with me personally they just don't right. understand how my mind works and mm-hmm. they don't have to understand how my mind works but i can have empathy yeah. and be like to, to think about it in a deeper level and be like okay they got whatever process is going on in their mind they're trying to put a a square into a circle and in Mm -hmm. their mind things might not fit but Mm -hmm. because i have true sight not bigger sight that shouldn't stop me from having stop me from my flow you know what i mean Ooh. sorry damn that was hard (laughs) (laughs) over here beating on the glass table (laughs) no that's that's facts like this damn that it, it just happened like like literally like it wasn't a snap of the fingers it took time but i don't know what it was yeah it's just like i a, can't explain it a total shift in consciousness and i'm like damn i'm about to have conversations about this i'm about to call some folks up. <laughs> i mean i look y'all need to get up on this okay i got yeah. a friend right now like, girl this need to be your birthday present i know like we i feel like everybody needs this for something yeah yeah that's why i, I that's why we're on this podcast because mm-hmm. you got to show people that it works you got to show them that it's possible I can't be be like you don't even know like no obviously it's like listen y'all listening right now y'all don't even know like when you really just sit with it I just the out of body experience imagining it you probably try to do it on your own but it's not going to be exactly the same because you try sometimes you try to do stuff in your mind it doesn't work like that it's like you need assistance Yeah. yeah and like when you were guiding me like I know you're repeating stuff and I wasn't catching it all of it at first, the first time around. But then the second time, I like catch it in pieces. So I'll get the beginning bit, and I'd be just do. I would be doing the work as yeah. and floating. 
Yeah. And like, it felt like unlocking, it was like inception. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my, and I'm just like, okay, I'm outside of my body. Gold lamp, (laughs) the red shirt. All right, up. Uh-huh. back to that time and I yeah. went all the way back and it mm-hmm. was just like I could just it just felt yeah. like I was there yeah like physically in my house yeah oh man <laughs> I was like there and then the dinosaur like going I don't know what it, everything just went back and then thinking about it's it's the empathy like that was that was yes. it. thank you thank you so much that's like the key piece because you got to be able to th- uh, if I if I was still like really angry, I don't know if I'd be able to do all that. Yeah, I probably could. That's like the empathy, like because the icing on the cake. Always, yo, that's. I have a whole new perspective right now mm-hmm. on a on, on all of that because that was a bit. That's a big. That's a big chunk of my life. Yeah. <laughs> decades, decade, like literally, like decades. Damn. <laughs> like uh, decades yo this is crazy like if you just if you understood like I was just having a conversation about like one little like one of the most recent things as I was coming back to this and then it just yeah. thank you yeah you're so cool you. of course <laughs> listen that's wild that's wild as hell <laughs> oh my gosh and we got, yeah, yeah, there's, there's always so much work to do, but like, just cause you're so aware of mm-hmm. the limiting beliefs and how it felt and the mind body connection, everything that mm-hmm. that's, and also you just, you, you've been doing the work, right. You've been doing okay, the work, yeah. but the, the limiting belief was still always like, well, it's just, you know, it was always there. It was always yeah. there. Oh. Always. And oh. for it to finally be silenced, that feels good, yo. It does. Like, I don't even hear it. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm about to go start writing for my, my episodes like right now. <laughs> yes. And that's like, the thing too. It clears out bandwidth because there's lack of doubt. Mm, there's no doubt. There's just like, okay, we can do this. Go, go, just go. We can do it all. Like, yes. 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 Oh, this, I like this. <laughs> I like this new. This is like Ashley t- version 22. Hey, what's <laughs> up? What's up? Yes, I'm ready. Thank you. Yep. <sighs> can't even explain it like I can explain bits and pieces but the feeling is like I don't think I've ever like felt like this probably since I was like real 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 young before yeah. any of this happened yeah so what is it zero through seven are like the deve- developmental stages like the cycle social exactly. stages of development exactly mm-hmm. yeah the, it, yeah the feeling in is is ineffable like mm-hmm. and that's what that's where I, I you know I can't tell people because I can described oh like you can do years of personal development and years of therapy and have multiple breakthroughs within minutes but that sounds like fugazi that sounds like yeah. hyperbole you know what mm-hmm. i mean but <laughs> it's like Which is like we literally just did this <laughs> <laughs> in like 30 minutes yeah. like maybe 40 but then- <laughs> <laughs> it was like this is this is uh, more for me than therapy did <laughs> like for real like what I've been trying to work on this. <laughs> I've been trying to read books. Like, why? Why am I like this? That's that's a good point right there. Let, let's not let's not like skim over that. How long have you been going to therapy and reading the books and working on that limiting belief in particular? <sighs> Man, I've been in therapy and reading books and stuff for well over six, seven years. Yeah, yeah, like at least I say seven years. Yeah, and I've been reading and like YouTube and heavy like try and put it med- different types of meditation even the mm. meditation that dr joe dispenza has like, yeah part of it is kind of similar but it's not no this like for this particular thing and like there sometimes they'll be in therapy like well think just think about that time like what would you tell your younger self okay i tell myself this but it's more than that like i literally need to have that act of forgiveness mm-hmm. on but both it- parties and then just just the the mind body feel of everything and be able to identify the emotion that it makes me feel mm-hmm. be able to like all all of that is tied together all of these pieces mm-hmm. to flip it into a positive and accept it versus me holding on to like therapy be looking like all right whatever or they'll say um write everything you're feeling on a piece of paper and then burn it <laughs> like what and i'll be like all right cool try it journal about it i'm okay what's next 
you keep giving me other things, but none of these things are working. Or um, release balloons. First of all, that's horrible for the environment. I know, right? You mean pollute? Pollute, (laughs) exactly. Let's let's contribute to climate change today. The ice caps are melting in Antarctica because I'm throwing balloons in the air. Oh, gosh. But um, yeah, so many things they'll say. And it's just like, it's not some things that I'm not going to lie, downplay to therapy or anything. Some things they do work. However... It's not that like this, I think therapy helps you with coping with stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. this like literally helps you get over something that you've been holding on. I've been holding on to this wow. 28 years, 28, wow. a lot of my life, <laughs> a lot of my life living in fear, a lot of my life doing things for people, walk, quote unquote, walking on eggshells. Yeah. I didn't even have to be walking on eggshells. Yeah. I didn't even have to. Be. I can only imagine the shit I could have been doing by now. I could have been, there. but you know what? It's okay. I'm yes. grateful. Exactly. I'm grateful to be at this point right now. That's right. And there's there's so much that you are going to do. It exactly that you have planned. And then some. Yes. And I don't feel held back by it. Like I'm pretty like I don't know. I feel like I have a new a Jota energy. Like I don't know what it is. I'm like okay. I gotta go do something. (laughs) I gotta go. Let me go work on something real quick. Like I feel pre like my creativity is is flowing right now. Yes. That's the, because like the the amount of mental storage is not bogged down by these no. negative beliefs. That's wild. It's, I'm it's, gonna stop saying wild. <laughs> like, it is. Yo, it is. Yeah, I yeah. studied a little bit of NLP, but I haven't like really delved into it like fully. Ooh, this is I'm, yeah. We got to. Yeah, I'm about to say. Yeah. This is insp- inspiring my um some more episodes and some YouTube content that I got coming up. Anyway, yeah. especially I'm, on emotional intelligence. And I would, I would love to be a guest on the love.me podcast too. What's you up? Definitely will. Listen, we're going to talk about self, self-talk and we're going to talk about NLP and yeah. how you helped me drop my baggage just now. <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> hey, you are so awesome. Thank you. So, hey, also congratulations. You are officially a baggage dropper. <laughs> that's what i'm talking about i'm happy thank you for having me oh my yes. gosh thank you for the help yes 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 please give the audience one more a word of wisdom one more word of wisdom can i tell a story yes yes all right so um there's a husband and wife and they're at home in the kitchen there's a window in front of the sink and the husband is washing dishes and the wife comes up and she says hey look at the neighbor's windows their windows are so dirty. Laundry is dirty on their clothesline. You know, I wonder if the wife knows how to properly wash the windows and wash the laundry. And the husband's like, I don't know. I don't think we need to tell him. And then the next day he's washing dishes again. And she comes by and he, he says to her, oh, hey, baby, you know, I cleaned the windows of the house, the kitchen window. And what it was is basically is their perspective was dirty and it was their house that was dirty and not the neighbor's laundry Mm. and windows that were dirty. Mm. So it's basically take care of yourself in your own home before you try to take care of somebody else or somebody else's home and just look at your perspective because it just might be skewed and it's not your fault, but it's your level of awareness to what's going on around you. Amen. Amen. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you You're so much welcome. for being on the podcast. Thank you for showing up. For you. Of course, girl. <laughs> hey, and thank you all so much for your uh, attention and your support. I love you all so much with all my heart. If you are here, please consider hitting the like and subscribe button. And if you're on a podcast platform, give a brother five stars and some feedback as well right here on the drop your baggage podcast where we talk to people that are dope that can bring you hope and show you a technique that can help you cope i am your host the self-talk engineer undefeated undisputed (laughs) self-talk engineer charles wolfork and our special guest ashley franklin (laughs) and until (laughs) next time ladies and gentlemen take care of yourself and take care of one another peace peace